Hey folks, I'm Kathy Parker with Beyond the Ball Field. This is not your typical sports show. We won't be talking X's and O's, but we will be talking about raising your family in the sports-crazed world. Let's not only survive sports, but let's learn to thrive on and off the field. So please, join us as we look at life beyond the ball field. Today I want to share with you a conversation with Amanda Lawrence. She is the mother of Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for the Clemson Tigers. I was very fortunate to be able to speak with her just a day after Clemson's loss to LSU in the national championship. Now, one of the things that's important about just being able to have that conversation is transparency. She's just a regular mom, just like me, just like many of you out there. And it shows from her, our conversation. Amanda and her husband have done a great job raising their three children. And we talk about some of the struggles, some of the struggles that happen with, with raising, raising athletes, especially high-profile athletes. I hope you enjoy this conversation. So, Amanda, when you, um, that game, the last three Three minutes of that game, when you saw Trevor, as we all did, fall to his knees in just such disappointment, as a mom, your heart had to just about burst. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, no one likes for their child or children to go through adversity. I mean, it's definitely part of life, um, but... You know, your heart just aches for them, and you just wish if you could just take it. What did you say when you first, when you saw him, when you got a chance to uh, be with him? Uh, probably, you know, it probably was a while after the game was over, uh, but yeah. when, when you had a chance to be with him, what did you say to him? Well, I just, uh, you know, gave him a hug and said, you know, I know it's disappointing, and you know, a lot of things didn't go like we thought or expected, and um, it's just a lot of things happened, and we'll learn from it. And I've seen a lot in the media with things that he said, and and he seems to be handling it extremely well. Yeah, he really is. Um, you know, and I also told him it's not all on you you know it's not all your fault he didn't say it was but it just wasn't our night that's what the common statement <laughs> I, I do I understand that um, and you guys have not I guess as a family um, have had a, a lot of experience with losing ball games yeah and you know we were just you know, we were all talking, and it's like, losing stinks. I mean, actually, sucks, but <laughs> listen, it's terrible. It's no good. <laughs> but I've always said that um, when you win, the more you win, the more you expect to win. And exactly, the, yes. And the worse you handle defeat. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, you're just not used to feeling like that. And when you've been on cloud nine for so long, when you do lose, man, it's terrible. <laughs> it's uh, not a good feeling, but 
not that you ever get used to losing, but I guess there is something to be said for that. But who want you know, nobody wants to lose all the time. <laughs> One of the things that I would do when my son w- was playing um, is I would think, you know what? There's a lot of teams that would love to to be in this situation, you know, to be where we well, are. Exactly. Yes, and that's why you know, after the initial sting wears off, you got to think about it. Trevor is 20 years old, and throughout his high school and football career thus far, he's been a part of losing a game three times. You know, I mean, and he's gotten to play in two state championships as a second year in college. You know, I mean, that's unheard of, you know. So there's a lot to be proud of, too. I was going to ask you if you knew that was not normal. (laughs) Right, but it's like, it's just kind of whatever you get used to, you get used to, that's your normal. So when things change or different, just like with anything, it's an adjustment. Exactly. When you when he was growing up, like one of the things that I love to be able to do is, is to help parents with younger athletes. And I'm sure you are asked advice all the time. Mm-hmm. What are one, some of the things that that you can think of that prepared him for where he is today? Well, I think Trevor's always been competitive, and he's been in sports since he was six. And we always tried to teach him that you are going to lose some or whatever, but it's when you lose, you're not going to act like a brat or throw something or throw a temper tantrum. You're going to try to handle it respectfully. So I think that's one of the biggest things. Um yeah, and even Trevor said it, which looking back now is, you no, know, we've certainly tried to instill that in all of our children to have good sportsmanship, but Trevor, I think, said it in his Instagram post. It's not what happens to you, but it's the way you respond to what happens to you. Because some things you cannot control. Obviously, a lot of things you can't control. There are a lot of things you can control as well, but it's how you handle anything that happens to you, good or bad, honestly. And what a life lesson that is, because there may be few athletes that have the stage that Trevor has, you know, one day, but there will be hundreds of thousands that will go through adversity and will go through challenges and exactly what you're saying, have to be able to navigate through that you really do it's coping I mean it's really coping skills and when you can do that gracefully like I said nobody likes to lose of course not especially when you're as strong of a competitor as Trevor but you know going back to what you said like being on the stage being in a high profile position and you know having the spotlight put on you It really, you know, like you were saying, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people that go through adversity and things, and it's how how you handle it. It's like if you can even be an example for one person, I mean, you know, we all make mistakes, and we all do things we wish we wouldn't have done looking back, but um, if you can learn from your mistakes, and even if you can just be an example for one person, that's one person that 
can look up to you or say, hey, I remember how this person handled whatever happened to them. And I think that's really a good thing. Absolutely. So with your family dynamics, I know you have a another son and then you have a daughter. How, right. how I mean, it, the whole family right now has got to be engrossed in in ball and everything that's going on. What does that dynamic look like? I mean, can you even live a normal life? Um, not really. I mean, <laughs> it's so crazy sometimes, but it's like you just get in this speed mode. Like you're just go, 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 go. And then times you got to stop and say, okay, chill out. We're going to think about this. We're going to breathe. We're going <laughs> to see what to do next because you can't do everything you can't please everybody you can't accommodate everybody and it's difficult sometimes especially when you have one of your children in such a high profile uh, platform I, I do understand that what my daughter was the youngest of my four children that were all playing ball and um, when Kyle was was quarterback at Clemson she had a, a softball tournament and um, I didn't know. I mean, Kyle, you know, they only had, you know, like 10 or 11 games and, you know, for Kyle. So I was planning on going to, you know, the football game. And she wanted me to come to her softball tournament, which they had softball tournaments every weekend. And uh, she said, Mom, if you aren't there for Kyle, there's 80,000 people cheering for him. But if you're not there for me, there's nobody. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Uh, so I ended up going to her softball game. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is a that is a true statement. You don't want to miss anything, and you can't be in several places at once. So it is a lot of, yeah, choices and stuff, and that's, that's difficult. But you're right. The other kids need to have you go to their things and attentive as well. And so, yeah, that gets a little challenging sometimes for sure. Well, one of the things I want this podcast to do is just encourage uh, people who are families that are that are raising their kids in, in a world that's so consumed with sports and, and winning and, uh, and it, which that's, yeah. that's what we live in. Yeah, that's true. But with, with the loss, it, it's just, it helps to know that, you're just normal. You're normal. Right. You're not perfect. You're not going to win them all. And no one, no matter how good they are, win everything. Right. So, right. But, but what a phenomenal season and what a phenomenal, I mean, his career so far has just been um, an amazing career. So hats off yes, to, to your you. family. What has the, his faith, and, and he's been very vocal about his faith, how has that impacted just the whole dynamic of of playing at such a high level? Well, I definitely think it has helped him cope with all the um, attention and everyone just pulling at him all the time. I think it, it, it definitely has, has helped that and that he has a good Christian group of guys he hangs out with and I think that's so important because, I honestly, I don't know how anybody makes it in this world without the Lord because there's so much 
there's a lot of good in this world as well, but there's so many people that want to tear you down. And and when you're at the top of the mountain, people just want to see you fall. There's a lot of people that want to see you do well as, as well, but, you know, you just have to try to guard your heart and rest that the Lord will take care of you no matter what happens to you. Because, you know, just because you're Christian, you're not going to have all good things happen to you in roses all the time. God helps mold us through adversity and I'm learning that as as I've gotten older I think Trevor and honestly Chase our older son too is way ahead of where I was at that age (laughs) but so I'm very thankful for that and I'm thankful that they do lean on the Lord and you know they have a good group of friends and I think that is very important to have a good group of people that you can count on and that you trust. And Trevor's case is a good, good Christian group. So was Ethan during um, like middle school and high school, was he involved a lot with, with FCA or other Christian type groups? He did go to FCA some and we were involved in our church, but you know, just like with any, I would say for the most part, teenagers and young adolescents it got to be times I'd be like no you're going we're we're gonna go this is an option or I would say okay you don't have to go you know it's just easier to say no but he tried to be somewhat consistent with we live several different states for for a while with my husband's job and stuff so you know I always tried to get plugged into a church and have some good Christian friends and we stayed in contact with others as well but I guess my point is definitely wasn't kids were born and they just always wanted to go to church every time the doors were open and we were involved in everything that's definitely not the case I mean we Jeremy and I tried to be good parents set a good example you know try to keep them involved in things that were good and we made a lot of mistakes along the way and thank God, you know, I prayed a lot about it and thank the Lord that they're followers of Christ and that they love the Lord. And I'm very thankful for that. Amanda, I wrote an article um, that was titled, I want to do over because um, I was like, man, if I could just go back and change this and yeah. change that. But um, <laughs> unfortunately, we don't get that opportunity, do we? No, no. Well, if you had to encourage parents right now that are raising athletes, and one of the things that I have I have come to realize that it doesn't matter what age the kid is, it doesn't matter really how talented they are. Disappointment to a child, especially in sports, if they don't make a team, if they throw an interception, if they, you know, just the things that come, it is heartbreaking no matter who they are, what kind of stage they're on. It is heartbreaking. So to parents, I know sometimes my husband and I, we didn't handle it quite as, you know, like we should have. But what are some something that you could say that could really encourage parents on how to how to handle disappointment? Well, I would say I think the main one of the main things is you may not know about or like or whatever they may be interested in. Like, say, for instance, our older son is, a, is an artist and he's a very talented artist. 
And Jeremy and I have no artistic ability. You know, we appreciate those things, but we, you know, we don't know a lot about it. And, um, you know, we've learned over the years some, but it's just like Chase going to art shows or, or his art shows. We go and support him because that's what you want to do. You want to support your children in anything they do. Uh, that's real important, I think, for character development and to know that they are loved and that you do care about them. I had a friend tell me one time, and I've never forgotten this, you know what? If my son was taking out the trash, I would go watch. I mean, it doesn't matter what they're involved in. It may not be your favorite sport or whatever. You go support your child. And then when they when disappointment comes, you help them to try and handle it and say, listen, you know what? This you need to learn from it. We, we'll take this. We shake it off. We go forward. Yeah, and you and I had a, had a great conversation about the the disappointment on the, on the larger scale, on the bigger stage that you're on, and how many people that affects. And I had shared with you what a friend had told me about um, her son becoming a Division One quarterback and about her not being real thrilled about it and yes. I and I thought now why in the world would you not be excited and and she right. explained to me she said well Kathy when they're young and playing ball and they don't do well the happy and they lose the happiness of a few hundred people is on their shoulders but when they're a high school quarterback and they don't do well a few thousand people their happiness is is on their shoulders but when it's division one college football she said it's hundreds of thousands of people's happiness is on their shoulders and I thought wow I mean I can remember sitting in the stands and thinking I understand what she was talking about. That is so true. That is so true. And what amazes me is that, or I guess what just baffles me is how, and I guess maybe you don't appreciate it until you are in a position like we have been in, is that grown adult that should know better. Some of the things that are said when a kid, a 19, 20-year-old kid makes a mistake. I mean, fortunately, I have to say, you know, Trevor's done very well, and we haven't had a lot of those things. But still, I mean, that's why I don't even look at social media comments. I'm like, I don't even want to get upset about it because it's not worth it. People don't, I I don't understand it, but. Uh, you are you are so right on that, and I can remember uh, being at a at a game, and if things weren't going really well, and Kyle had thrown an interception, and people were cussing him so that I sat there and I was thinking, I think I need to hire security. I think I need yeah. to hire because these people are really talking about killing him. <laughs> you know? I know it's crazy, but at the end of the day, it's a ball game. I mean, heck. I'm I'm competitive too. I like, like I said, I like to win. Losing is no fun. (laughs) How hard is that to understand that in this scheme of things, it is just a game? How hard is that? It is, and it goes back to it's great to enjoy the highest of highs. You know what I mean? But, but you got to keep that in perspective too. It's just a ball game. I mean, certainly a lot of. I mean, football has really 
provided lots of jobs, lots of opportunities for people that, I mean, it, it is a really great sport. And of course, there's some bad things that go with it too, but I think that's any sport or any industry. So, I mean, but it's provided so many avenues for so many people. And when you think about it, it is a ball game. Yeah. And you, you talk about life changing, like for my family, it was my husband went on a football scholarship to receive yeah. an education at Vanderbilt University. And he was the first one out of his family to be able to, to attend college. And he was able to oh, do wow. that yeah. because of ball. Um, exactly. Three of my four children have been on athletic scholarships. So there are things, and, and Dabo Sweeney, I mean, what an example of exactly, yeah. getting an education <laughs> paid for uh, because you're, you're able to play a sport. And so right. what an opportunity that it is. Uh, so I know exactly. that you're very thankful for that as well as my family. So thankful. For oh, I am really thankful for that. I mean, we, uh, Trevor, we really couldn't have asked for a better environment and him surrounded by good people. Uh, I mean, I couldn't really ask for anything more than that. And send your baby off to college. That's a scary thing. <laughs> It is, isn't it? And it, and it's hard for everybody. So that's one of the things that I don't think people realize how hard that is, especially when it's far away and you, right. have, and you have to do that. But what an opportunity for them to grow up. What an opportunity yes. for them to learn. And and I think your son learned a whole lot. He learned a whole lot this year. Definitely. I agree. Yes. Well, Amanda, thank you. Thank you for taking the time and for letting, sharing your family, sharing your family, your experiences, your advice, and just being the kind of person that would want to help others through some of the challenges that you're facing. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for joining us on Beyond the Ball Field, where we are using lessons learned in sports to positively impact our family and others. And for more information on how you can be a positive influence beyond the ball field, go to our website, beyondtheballfield.com.